In this episode, we're gonna talk about your secret weapon, your business card. This is Dennis Plintz, and this is the Hustle Podcast for Real Estate Agents. With over 15 years of experience and over a thousand homes sold, this is the place I'm gonna share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. There are so many considerations that most real estate agents just don't make when it comes to leveraging your business card. How to produce a business card, the do's and don'ts of a business card, how you should be giving out 10 plus business cards a day, and how to effectively not use your business card. Let's start with the do's and don'ts of a business card. You know, I think the first thing they give you when you graduate real estate school is a business card or it's the first thing that you should go out and get. It's the first thing your brokerage will offer you and help you make, hopefully. And they should give you some guidance, but usually don't, as to what should be on the business card. So, three things. The do's and don'ts, how 10 a day and who to give them to will benefit you massively and how to not use your business card. One, when you get out of real estate school, the mystery will be around content. You know, how will people find you? What content is most relevant? Cell phone number, email, website, and how much of that should be on your business card? Well, the first thing you need to have is your cell phone number. And on the business card, I'm gonna say less is more, I think. You know, there's some that have awards and statuses and three different contact numbers, but um, less is more. Keep it simple, keep it clean. You know, and this is again after over 15 years of having tried all kinds of fun, adventurous stuff and learning the simple art of making it easy for people to find you. So get a cell phone number that's effective, easy to remember. And when I started, I had to pay for an easy number, 403, which is our area code, 608-1112. And I did that so that 1112 is the best I could do, paying $100 for that number and I've kept it. So do what you need to do in your marketplace, whether it's pay for or spend the time going through the directory of available options or with your cell phone provider to get a number that people will easily remember or recognize and make that the main staple or main feature on your business card. Secondly, um, don't get rid of that number that's gotta be a number that you're going to be able to own and make sure you can transfer from cell phone provider to cell phone provider. Some marketplaces limit you in that, but you, you wanna never get rid of that. You know, in uh, my entire career, I've, won, I've had one phone number and that means uh, I haven't gone anywhere for those people that have gone other places and they need to find me. You need to secondly um, have an email address and it's not as simple as an email address um, for the sake of having one it's an email address that's also not going to go away. So your email address should include your business that you own or your personal name. Now, both of those aren't easy to accomplish. For me, Dennis uh, at Dennis.com is not an option, but Dennis at Plints.com is an easy, um, recognizable, and very personalized email address that I've had for my entire career and it's not going away. So make sure you have First off, your name registered or the business that you own, my uh, 
direct real estate business. One of my companies is called DP Ventures. So I own that as a domain, but I own Dennis and I own Plints. Dennis, Plints.com or Plints.com? Plints.com is my domain address that's not going away. I'll always likely have my real estate business under that domain. It's how clients find me and it's the one that hasn't changed. Dennis at Plints.com is the email address. Tip, don't utilize your brokerage address if you don't have to. Now, I don't think you know all brokers will like hearing that, but you may, believe it or not, leave the brokerage that you're with. So having not being tied, sorry, not having the brokerage address, so Dennis, at this stage of my career, Dennis at Sotheby'sRealty.ca.com on a business card means if I ever change that and somebody wants to get a hold of me and I'm not with that company, they're not gonna be able to find me by email. It'll bounce back or it'll go to somebody else. So register your domain and or your company name if you're going to use, you know, you've started a company called ABC Realty and ensure it's Dennis or Bob or Sally at abc.com. Whatever you own that's going to go with you long into the future. So uh, have your cell phone that's recognizable, that's not changing. Have your email address that you own, whether it's your domain name, your business name, or something that's going to go with you long into the future. And of course, that domain name needs to be tied to your website. So the web address, your domain, the place you're going to market yourself is the, is the place that you should probably spend the most amount of money as well. My main website is uh, plints.com. It's the place we've always spent the vast majority of our energy and effort. Um, in hindsight, I would uh, likely recommend, or I wish I would have chosen a domain that could live outside of my name for our larger real estate companies and group of companies. But if residential real estate, buying and selling is going to be your focus, it's what your heart and soul are into, uh, then go with it. But spend the time and the money to make sure that that website is awesome. You know, it's the place you're being interviewed. In addition to your social profiles, your online profiles, people are gonna go there to find you, to learn about you. And in a separate episode, we talk about um, perception and reality. But this is where perception is going to matter your credibility, who you are, what your website um, has to offer in terms of content, storytelling, um, your resume, your bio, you know, your, your uh, bio, the inventory you're carrying, the credibility you're bringing, it's gotta be on you and it's gotta be presented in a way that's not disappointing. Um, I'm shocked at how many real estate agents I know, a few that I've worked with that have worked for me, have left to go out on their own and they don't have a website. Um, look, it is only 2017. I think this is changing. I think websites are going away, believe it or not. But uh, if you're listening to this in the next you know, uh, 12 to 24 months, websites are gonna matter. And it's right now the place you're being interviewed. So make sure your website is on there. Uh, if, if, and this is going to go to the third point I'm gonna make, if you're lucky enough that somebody takes your business card and does something with it, it's going to be your website or it's going to be your cell phone. Uh, so make sure that your website is on there, your cell phone is highlighted, your email address, spend the energy and effort on all three. Um, and spend the dollars that you've got allocated, hopefully some, to have somebody, but don't waste your money. Um, do what will be a professional uh, landing page at, at most. 
or at minimum. And uh, last but not least on this section, you need to make sure your website's simple to use as well. I think less content on there in the same way I'm saying your business card has to have less content. Your uh, website should have less content. And in the top right corner of your website has to be your cell phone. Most people, when they Google a domain name, are looking to find one of two things, directions or a contact number. Don't make your contact information difficult. So uh, I'll move on to section number two. How to utilize 10 business cards a day, which was my goal when I first started, should be a goal that you have if you're listening to this early in your career or late in your career. If you're not giving out five to 10 business cards a day, you're wasting the, the opportunities that are all around you. I made it a personal goal when I first started to give out 10 business cards a day. I thought, I gotta get my name out there. Uh, and we all have to do that in sales. We gotta distribute our content, let people know what we do. And it's a conversation starter. I turned giving out 10 business cards a day into over 100 sales a year. Uh, first year in the business, I uh, sold uh, 14 homes. Second year in the business, I made the Million Dollar Club. And it's because I gave out 10 business cards a day. So if you do nothing else, stop the podcast and say, I'm gonna give out 10 business cards a day. If you want a business that's gonna earn you um, the maximum amount of income over the long haul, you gotta start this today. Where do you go? Who do you distribute to? Well, I started with somebody as simple as the person I bought my coffee from every day at the same Starbucks that I go to. Uh, at that time, I was down south living in a house that was connected to a grocery store, and I went from giving out the staff at the coffee shop my business cards to employees in the grocery store to total strangers. And by walking up to a total stranger, you're gonna accomplish a bunch of things um, you're going to get over the fear of what's very important in this business, which is, I'm not going to call it cold calling, I'm going to call it having conversations. And cold conversations aren't any more difficult, uh, don't get any more difficult than walking up to a stranger and giving them a business card. So give out as many business cards as you can and set a goal. you got to have a target so you can measure yourself against that target. And for me, giving out 10 business cards a day was my goal, and I did it from everywhere, uh, anywhere and everywhere, from total strangers to the Starbucks barista to people at functions, uh, people in and around uh, the restaurants that I visited, you know, the places that we would network, uh, the, the hotel uh, uh, valet person, carry 10 a day and come home with an empty pocket at the end of the day. The other few avenues you consider in terms of distributing your business card. Uh, social media is a great place to start to say, who do you know that's connected to your business? What industry professionals or affiliate companies are connected to your business from movers to stagers to builders to renovator, uh, renovation companies to photographers that you have access to through your social channels? So if you go on Facebook and figure out who in your, if you type in industry uh, interests, and hobbies um, as a search for you do for people or you look under uh, friends and you type a person's name and you search activities they're related to or businesses they're related to and you find out who are those that are connected to the business that you're in which is real estate and and one send them a message directly and two handwrite them a note and send it to their place of business and insert your business card who on your social channel or in your database has had a recent birthday. 
Send them a birthday card and include your business card. Who do you know that has um, uh, a history that's similar to yours? Going as far back by history, meaning who have you shared a past with? You know, when I started, uh, I leveraged my yearbook. I went all the way back to people I went to high school with and I combed through there and who could I remember? Who could I track down? Who did I still have information with um, in terms of contact info? And I sent them a handwritten note with a business card. Another podcast that I've got is on networking uh, and building your database to have a network. And in there I talk about um, handwritten notes. But for the sake of this podcast, distributing 10 business cards a day when you run out of Starbucks people and grocery store people, you gotta, get, you gotta dig deep. And your, your yearbook or your past places of employment or your Rolodex or your um, uh, database that you have in terms of contacts on your computer or in your phone. Every person that you have an address for, you can handwrite a note to and send a business card to. Number three, how do you effectively not use your business card? Now, it's been, I think, overdone in terms of how you shouldn't give out business cards when you're networking. But the reality of networking is you got to have something to give out. You got to go to networking events. You got to find clubs and events, uh, separate podcast as well in terms of networking, where to go. But in the beginning, everywhere and anywhere you go, you should have business cards that you want to give out. And to do this effectively, I think it's about being selective on who you give them out to. But more importantly, if you're going to go somewhere that's meaningful, a Christmas function, a networking event, a community event, a barbecue in your neighborhood, one of the best things I've ever done comes from a mentor of mine. Thank you very much, Colin Collard, for teaching me the art of not having to be interesting, but rather be interested. And the overdone aspect is people think networking is about giving out business cards, like I said in the past three minutes. Um, but at this point, when you're out effectively networking, when you're in an environment where conversations are going to take place, conversations include you know um, some level of eye-to-eye contact and dialogue where you can actually utilize those moments to not force your business card down someone's throat, but you can use the opportunity to be interested in them and create some magic so when that moment comes to swap business cards, you don't give them one, you take one. And this is the most important part of what I'm talking about. Your business card isn't something you necessarily wanna give out more than you wanna be able to collect people's business cards when you're networking. You see, when you go to these events, it seems pretty obvious that the vast majority of cards that we give out go into one of two places. They go into the garbage or if we're lucky, they get recycled. And the coolest thing you could possibly do is work a room, be as interested as possible, which I'll talk about in a second, and collect as many business cards as you can because by collecting those business cards, you can either turn around and make a note with a pen or leave the room and make a note about something that stands out to you about that person, a connection you made, a hobby you share, a pastime, you know, a city, anything at all that will resonate when you do the valuable thing about business card, which is follow up. You can make a note so you've got some reference point on why you like that person and what connected you. And when you leave the event, 
you have your own collection of business cards and you've got notes on those people. And the way you're going to resonate with them and not end up in the recycling bin or the garbage is by asking really great questions. Asking them about where they're from, you know, what they enjoy to do, how they got into the business they're in, um, how they ended up at this event, you know, what did they do today? What are they doing tomorrow? It's sort of like eating out. When you go to a restaurant and you go to pay your bill, the reason the waiter or waitress, if they're good, always asks, do you have any plans tonight or any plans for the weekend is they're trying to create some rapport. They're trying to be interested in you. And when we have that authentic moment, when they really are and you feel like a connection was made because this is your second time in and they remember your first name or they ask about, you know, where are your kids tonight? Or they say, you know, do you, do you want to have that dinner again without the um, salad dressing like I order? That means they were actually interested in you. And so often we aren't. For me, early in my career, it was because I was insecure. I did my best to try and stand out and look interesting. You know, I would wear fancy or um, uh, loud and, and uh, sometimes obnoxious clothing to be interesting in a room. And the nugget I was given is the, the, the most effective way to be interesting isn't to stand out, it's to be interested. So if you go into a room with that in mind and you network effectively, or even the Starbucks person, first thing in the morning, you ask questions. You know, how long have they worked there? What do they think of their job? What's their favorite drink at Starbucks and why? Are there any secret recipes? You know, what, what's the best food in the thing? Like, what time do they start in the morning? Do they have another job? All of these things that make you interested in them is actually what makes you interesting. And then by collecting their business card, by exchanging dialogue and going home, you have the chance to do what matters more than all of what I've said, and it's the secret weapon about your business card. It's the follow-up. Being able to collect business cards, collect info, distribute cards to people, whether it be 10 a day, and having a great business card comes down to how you're going to follow up. With the 10 a day you've given out or the 10 networking events you go to in a month and the 15 cards you're able to collect, following up consistently through a routine, through a strategic plan of how you're going to continue to touch base and nurture people will most effectively happen when you've got information on them that you can follow up with. And that's why collecting business cards at events is way more effective than giving them out. Because you've got a chance to utilize the contact information, but also decide on who is actually worth following up with. You know, some people you get a business card from, or maybe you give one to, might be kind of crazy or obnoxious or not that exciting. But the few people that stand out that you really do connect with, the ones that you actually found interesting and likely found you interesting because you asked lots of questions, are the ones that you'll be excited to follow up with. And they need to go into your database or your CRM so that you can follow up effectively. So your business card is actually your secret weapon, but don't mess it up. Understand there are do's and don'ts. Oh, and one I missed. Don't ever put your picture on your business card. Ever, 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 ever. And this comes because I did it for a long time. And I learned that by having your business card or having a slogan on your business card, you actually 
end up giving a very valid reason for people to judge you. And you don't want that. You know, if you're too good looking or not good looking enough or too old or too young or your hair's blonde or you have no hair, those are all um, reasons that people can judge us without getting to know us. And we don't want to give people a reason to write us off based on the stories they have in their brain or the um, predisposition they have around bald people or fat people or good looking people or any of those things that may affect the reality of the situation and you don't want to be judged on your picture alone. If you're going to be effective in sales, you got to get in front of that person and a picture on your business card or a slogan or even the abbreviations for the degrees you have. Too much of that is just too much and you don't want it. You want a sharp, clean, concise business card that's got your contact information, your website, your email address. You want to be able to give out 10 a day and you effectively want to collect more business cards than you give out and above all else, follow up consistently with everyone and anyone you're fortunate to give a business card to and get one from. That's what will make your business card a secret weapon. I wish you all the success you can handle and thank you for stopping by and taking these minutes out of your day. It's because I care about your career. I hope you have a massively successful career. And if you have any questions, email me directly. I'll get back to you if I can in short order. And do me a favor, share this with someone else in the industry. Like this on the social channel that you're watching it on or listening it to. And that's what allows us to go further, faster, and rewards all of us for being in what is the most amazing business there is. Talk soon. Dennisaplins.com.